I'm in the kitchen, you in the kitchen. You ain't cooking up. We cooking up, chopping up. DK. Good evening, good evening. 601, Sunday evening. Season two of Chopping It Up with the Conduit. Tonight's special guest, the young MC Helen of Best Out Brooklyn, Boehm Streets. Um, of course, I'm sure you've probably heard of him in a couple circles with the, you know, the young MCs coming out here now from, uh, you know, the Arc Nasties to Crime Apples, Fly Anakin, so on and so forth. He's been doing this thing, so we're going to tap in with the brother. Peace, Myron. You hear me? You hear me good? Tex, what's up? Give me a thumbs up if I'm good. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just waiting for Rome to tap in so we can go ahead and get ready. Said this season was going to give uh, some more shine a lot of it to these, you know, young MCs that's out here making their ways, you know, on the independent tip and um, collaborating with a lot of the big dogs. So, yeah, I think this is definitely going to be a good one because he's uh, definitely one of my new, one of my new favorite MCs. All right, man, he's hella from you know Best Out Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying a borough with a rich rap history. You know what I'm saying. So, uh, without further ado, you know one of the young MCs out here doing this thing in the game. Um, you heard his name off of you know a lot of people's you know tongue. Just give it up for the guy Rome Streets. Yo yo yo. Peace, peace, peace. How you doing tonight, man? Chilling, man. Chilling. How's this, how's this, you know, how's this, you know, the lockdown been treating you for the past year? Uh, I just been working. It's just work. It's just work. Yeah, working very I mean, hard. I know that much. Me, it allowed me to fucking lock in more. You know what I'm saying? Do my thing. It just, it just thing, let, let me be more focused. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not running around the streets doing this and that. I mean, yeah. I got the I got all the recording equipment in the crib, so I mean, you locking in. I just recorded some shit before I even did this. I mean, before we started doing this. So. Oh really? I've been in for real. All right, see, that's what's up, man. You 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 laying down the blueprint for these young MCs, you know, on on what to do. You know, keep working. That's a fact. All right, well, I just wanted to give you a rundown on how we do it. You know, um, I don't come with like no trick questions or nothing like that. We start from the beginning to see where you are now. So if, if it's okay, I can go ahead and tap in. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. All right, man. Um, you know, as young bucks, you know, in our younger ages, you know, sometimes we get into trouble and that's the norm. You know what I'm saying? So if you can tell the viewers, you know, about your short time in the UK and how that helped shape you. Um, okay, so when I was like 14, like my mom sent me to London and shit to go live with my aunt. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. I got family over there. Because I was like, you know, was getting into trouble. I wasn't even really getting into that much trouble at that point. It right. was just like my mom just seen it before it started happening. You get Can what I ask saying? you a question real quick? Yeah, yeah. What, what, what's, your, uh, what's your family background? Uh, my, my mom and my father's Jamaican. Like, my whole family is Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but, so um, like, now I understand. Yeah, like... But I got a lot of family in London, like you know what I'm saying my grandparents, they're from Jamaica. My okay. mom was born in Jamaica. Yeah. But then like 
my grandparents moved to London. You get what I'm okay. saying? And then my mom moved out there. Then my grandparents moved to New York. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then my mom moved to New York. Okay. You know what I'm All right. So that's the whole thing. You know what I'm saying? So as a teenager, you know what I'm saying? I was getting in trouble, getting kicked out of school, all sorts of shit early. My mom sent me out there. So then, like, out there, it kind of, I would say musically, it, all right, I'll put it like this. Before I went to London, right. I had just started, like, rapping and shit. Like, okay. in school, you know, like, the battle rap shit was the thing. So, like, my whole rap shit started out me seeing niggas in my school battling, and I'm like, oh, let me try it. And then I was good at it, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've always been listening to music. So then my mom sent me to London, and then, like, the whole thing that was, like, making me feel at home was just like, okay, I just be writing my own raps. Like, anytime I feel depressed or some shit, because I'm not at home and or whatever, got uprooted, now I got to change my whole shit just when I feel like my whole shit's starting and shit. Right. That was like, you know what I mean? I just used to write my rhymes to just be in my zone when I was by myself. So once I started going to school out there and shit, like, um, I go to school and motherfuckers is rapping too. But they like rap how they rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? With they London shit. So then I'm like, yeah, I spit. So then I start spitting niggas like, oh shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know what I mean? Because I, right. I feel like I always was nice with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like I always was nice because the thing that made me rap was I heard niggas rapping and they were stealing rhymes from rappers. Oh. And they tried to act like they niggas they know. So I caught on. I'm like, oh, y'all niggas is biting rhymes. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, all right, if y'all niggas doing this, let me try my shit. So I always been like on some like originality shit. That was the thing that made me like, oh, fuck the niggas that's biting. I'm gonna just write my own original shit. Right. So that's what my, and that was, that's what birthed my shit. So like right. having an original style and like just being your own thing was like always dope to me. You know what I'm saying? So um, when I was in London, you know what I'm saying? Niggas hit me rap and it was just like a big thing. So my cousin, he's older than me. You know what I'm saying? Like he got a friend, this, um, his homie named G.I. So right. like he used to have a studio. You know what I'm saying? He had a studio or whatever. But he make like real hip hop beats, like New York hip hop shit. Right. So like my cousin introduced me to him and I was fucking with him, you know what I'm saying? So that was kind of like my first experience, like going to the studio and shit out there. And just, right. you know what I mean? So that was like the thing that inspired me to rap. But then like on the flip side, like because I wasn't at home, and like I'm, I always been just like a rebellious, you know what I mean, kid. Right. So that was the, I mean, I was, I always like have a problem with authority. So when I was out there, I was like doing the same shit that kind of <laughs> got me sent to New York. I mean, to right. London when I was in New York. So like, right. you know what I mean, yeah, I was just doing that and then rapping. And then over time, like I, I fucked around and got in trouble in school out there. My aunt sent me back to New York. You know what I mean, wow. but I was always coming back to New York like in the summer. Oh, the summer. It wasn't okay. like I was just in London for like mad years. Like I was going to school out there, and then during the summer, school's over, I come back to New York. Right. So then, like, I didn't have no access to the studio back mm. then. I mean, because I was still a kid. I was like 15, 16 and shit. I'm saying the only access to the studio and recording shit was when I was in London. So when that was like, that was a, a dope thing. Okay, I want to go back there. Like, saying I miss home, but like I kind of right. got shit clicking out there. Like, 
because none of my friends out here right. were doing anything. And it wasn't rapping. I was the only rapper. I mean, the Smack DVD shit was going on, just going to 42nd right. Street, going around the streets, battling on the train, doing. I mean, because back then, like the early 2000s and shit, it was nothing but rap. Like, you couldn't go down a New York street that was popular and you, Without you wouldn't see niggas. There was always a cipher to just yeah. jump in. You know what I mean? So yeah, no when doubt. I go back to New York, I was always honing my skills. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I go back Word. to London for a couple months, record. So then, like, my aunt sent me back to New York for good. So then it was like, I didn't really have too much of an outlet. You know what I'm saying? So I started getting fucking trouble out here. That's when I started going to mm-hmm. jail once I come back to New York. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Word. So when you were out the UK and you were talking about the music, uh, did any of the influence from the grime scene, like, you mess with any of that? Was it, or was it just a, like a combination of the two or you was just straight BK? Um, I would say the grime scene, it was an influence because I was like, I fucked it too, you know what I'm saying? Because it was different, you know what I'm saying? It was different and Word. they were still rapping and like, I liked the beats. So like, I would say the influence was like rapping faster. You get what I'm saying? Like, okay. I was able to just rap over their shit too. You know what I'm saying? Word. I like the rap shit, but I was rapping over their shit just because it was like a little comp. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn, nobody rap like mm-hmm. me. So there's nobody for me to like battle. There's nobody for me to like, you know what I mean? It's nothing. So I Word. just started rapping over their shit. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so that's why, like, if you uh, hear like some of my earlier shit, I could spit fast. I can, like, I can. Like really do that type of flow because I always been back and forth with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Their music is an influence. Like hell yeah, hell yeah. Because all of it, like it's funny because how motherfuckers do like, like how now the popular shit is like the UK drill beats and all that shit. Those are yeah. same fucking grind beats. Those are literally grind beats. All right. And so, I remember so back in the day when I used to familiar with that you can skate over. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Too. All right, so all right, let's let's fast forward because you know you're telling me you you're getting into your thing back and forth between London and BK. So what was it? it wasn't you know, it, like I'm I'm gonna tell you right. My earlier, I I didn't live in Brooklyn my whole life. Okay, you know what I'm saying I would say for the last like eight years, eight I've been living in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying okay. before yeah. that I was living in Queens and I was living in Long Island, like Elmont. That's like the border of. Queens and Long Island, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I lived okay, like my earlier years, you know what I'm saying? Like between there okay. and Queens, you know what I'm saying? So, and then I moved to Brooklyn as I got older, you know what I'm saying? Before like mm-hmm. I was lit with rapping. I always been rapping, but like as my rap career took off, you know what I'm saying? I've been right. in Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? Like even before right. that, this is why I All right, so from. let's move to the point when, let's, let's move to the point when it took off. Cause you said that when you were in London, you were getting in trouble and you got sent back. But I know during that time, you were mm-hmm. probably thinking like, you know, more so what were you going to do because you didn't have the access that you had in London. So, you know, what was the turnaround it's, when you came back home? I feel like, I put like this. The funny thing is I had a, like, I had a little opportunity to get a deal out there in London. You know what I'm saying? When I was like okay. right before I got sent back, you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing mad tracks and shit with the producer GI. You know and I'm saying he had a little link to a label. And they was trying to fuck with me. 
You know what I'm saying? But my aunt was like, nope, you going back. You get kicked yeah, out of know. Like, fuck that. <laughs> get in trouble over here, go back to your mom's and shit. Like, right. That kind of pissed me off, you know what I'm saying? It's funny because in the beginning, I didn't want to go. And then in the end, I was like, yo, I didn't mind if I stayed out there to do that music shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't have no opportunity out there. You know what I mean? So when I came back to New right. York, it was like, I was just a nigga in the hood that rapped. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you know what I mean? I didn't know no famous nigga. I didn't know, like, no nothing. There wasn't no, um, there wasn't no plug. It was just like, yo, trying to get on a fucking Smack DVD or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or go someplace where you could spit for a nigga. I mean, me to rap on the street and rap for him. You know what I'm saying? So... It was shit like that, or then like fucking um, just getting your mans with a camcorder and putting that shit on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? But and putting the shit on YouTube. That was the yeah. only outlet. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, wow. I mean, I didn't really have no. I mean, music was just some shit I did just for fun. You know what I'm saying? I was just trying to right. get my shit together. So in that time, I ended up fucking just getting in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Hanging out in the hood, doing dumb shit, getting locked up, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Getting arrested, going on probation, and probation got a fucking leash around your neck. Every little stupid thing you do, you're going back to jail, you know what I'm saying? So it was a point in time, like, I was just going to jail year after year after year after year, you know what I'm saying? But I was always rapping, like, even in jail, I was battling niggas. Woo -woo 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 -woo. I feel like that's what my shit really got sharp at. Like, I've always been rapping. I've always right. been, you know what I'm saying, nice with it. But when I was locked up and shit, that's when I used to just, like, write. Just write mad bar, read mad books, and write mad shit. You know what I'm saying? So that was just a time where my shit just got mad ferocious. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I, I would have, like, and I would notice the difference. Like, every time when I come home and I start rapping and shit, I'd be like, yo, the jail bars... Is what I kill niggas with. Niggas want battle, I pull out the jail bars and smoke them niggas. <laughs> right. So it was like, that was just a thing, man. Right? You know what I mean? So after that whole period of time, that was when, like, that piff and all that shit was lit. You know what I'm saying? So that right. was like a little outlet yeah, yeah, to do your thing on your own. You get what I'm saying? Right. So that was Shoot, the thing. Well, let's talk about, let, let, let's talk about that ferocity. Because uh, you know that ferocity, that ferocity led you to you know appearances with you know Westside Gun, you know Buckwild of the legendary DITC, you know what I'm saying, mm. and of course you know the legend Big Ghost Ltd right there, you know what I'm saying. Uh, now, of course, recently your connection with DJ Mugs. You mm. care to talk about that? Oh yeah. Um. With the mug shit, the mug situation was just like, I just met him at a, um, we was at a show, you know what I'm saying? And then uh -huh. I was like, yo, DJ Mug downstairs. I'm like, oh, let me go meet him and shit. Because he was like, he was right. fucking with my music, you know what I'm saying? He was liking my pictures and shit on Instagram. So I'm like, oh, I finally met him. And he was just like hyped to meet me and I was hyped to meet him. And that took me by surprise. I'm like, shit, you the legend that's shit. Crazy. And he was like, no, you doing your fucking thing. So I'm like, oh, that's crazy. So then I just kept seeing him around every time it was a show, you know what I mean? And then right. fucking, um, fucking after that, I just hit him up. Like, you know, good seeing you. Da -da -da -da. He's like, yo, if you got time, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I want you to lace a joint for my album. He just sent me a couple beats. You know what I'm saying? He probably yeah, sent yeah. me like five beats or whatever. Right. And I'm like, 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 niggas don't just have DJ Mug beat packs in their fucking, in their email. Nope. Exactly. I might, I might, I just, I just started spraying on all them shits. You know what I'm saying? And I just started sending them back to, you know what I'm saying? So the first round of shit I sent, he was like, oh, fire. He's like, yo, here's a couple more. And then I just started lacing them shits. And then after a while, he's like, yo, we got some shit. Like, come out to LA. Like, let's, you know what I mean? I went to LA and then we just put that shit together. You know what I'm saying? And that's how that came about. But, um, Just like everything else, you know what I'm saying? Like, motherfuckers just hit me up, you know what I'm saying? Like, with West Side Gun, I had, you know what I'm saying? Like, met him probably, like, one time before. And then uh, wow. I was just at a, I was at a party, you know what I'm saying? The um, Social Misfits Community Service. A party that um my homie Coach, um, that shit used to do. You know what I'm saying? He used to do okay. this shit. It was like uh-huh. a party in the city. And then we just outside okay. smoking randomly. And then this nigga Westside Gun just appeared out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like it was good. You know what I mean? We just chilling and shit, smoking, drinking and shit in the party. And then um, he just hit me up on, on it. As a matter of fact, right there, he was just like, yo, I heard your shit. Like, your shit is crack. Right. You got fuck with it. And like one of his homies, um, his homie Don't Watch TV, if you're familiar with him. Like, yeah, I know right. him, like, just from, like, being outside in Brooklyn. Like, before I even knew that he fucked the West Side Gunner shit, I met him through someone else. You know what I'm okay. saying? So we got cool like that. So then that was, like, an introduction. And then he just hit me up on Twitter, like, yo, I'm, I'm with you on some shit. I'm like, all right, cool. Send it. Right. Sent it. I sent it right back. You know what I mean? That's how it is. Yeah, that's how it is, yeah. Well, how about with uh, uh, legendary Buck Wild? How did that come about? Um, it's the same thing. I'ma say that I met I met Buck Wild the same day I met DJ Muggs. Matter oh, of fact, wow. it's it's funny. I met Buck Wild. We was in a picture together, but um, I didn't think he knew who I was at the time. Like we had took a picture. That was the okay. same day I met DJ Muggs or whatever. We all took a picture in the hallway. Me, Buck Wild, um, Planet right. Asia, and um. I think still from Smith and Wesson, and you know what I mean, and then yeah. Buck Wild seen the picture. Or later on, he just hit yeah. me up, and he just hit me up, just was like, "Yo, I fuck with your shit." He's like, "Yo, I didn't even know that was you in the picture." So wow. then he was like, "Yo, I want to do some shit." You know what I'm saying, like, me and Buck Wild be talking the shit. Me and him going to do some shit later on. That, that's crazy for you as a young MC to have all these, you know, crazy relationship with these legendary producers. Which, um, you know, makes me want to ask you this question because, you know, I want to talk to you about your relationships with Farmer Beats and The Art of It. Um, these are the last okay. two, basically, who on your last projects, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, what's the synergy between, you know, the two of them and you whenever you get into the pocket with them? Um, I would say with Artivis, I yeah. met Artivis in, like, 2013. Just oh, wow. back when I used to, um, matter of fact, no, I tell a lot, that was before then. I met Artifice probably in like 2010, 11, maybe back before okay. anything. All I right. was just, um, wait, no, matter of fact, 
I met Artivist in 2013, right? This was um okay. back when I just used to go on YouTube looking for shit to rap over. Because even before, right. um, even back like 2008, I used to... um. I used to take like Jay Dilla beats and like MF Doom beats. This was before I listened to Doom. Like I used to take like Mad Lib beats, all that shit, like real underground shit. I used to rap over shit like that and make and burn like CDs up because majority of people was just rapping over G Unit shit and you know what I mean, doing their song songs over like D Block or Dipset beats. So I used to just take shit that majority of people in like my surroundings or in the hood, they wasn't listening to it. Yeah. It wasn't really tapped into like that underground, like shit like that. You get what I'm saying? So I used to rap um, over shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like dig, I used to dig on YouTube for like obscure beats. You get what I'm saying? That's crazy. So um, I always been on shit like that. So um, I found Artivist like that. You know what I'm saying? And Artivist was like a young kid. He was probably like, 14, 15 at the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I was just trying to get my shit. I was just trying to find shit to rap over. But wow. he heard the things I was doing. He's like, yo, shit, like, can I sign to you? I'm like, how are you going to sign to me? Like, I'm trying to get people to even hear my shit. You hear right. what I'm saying? Like, right. <laughs> so, like, I've always been fucking with Artivist from back then. Like, we always just used to just, like, you know what I mean? Rap, I used to send me shit, I just rap over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look back, like, all my old shit, I always got Artivist on it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, eventually, I'm like, yo, we got to do an album. So, I always knew that when I did some shit with him, it was going to be special. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, right. me and that nigga, like, came up together, like, for real, for real. If anybody is, like, a, a, a producer for Rome Street, like, a Rome Street producer, is yeah. Artivist. Like, it's Artivist hard. is, like one of the first ones besides my homie also but he don't make beats no more you know what i'm saying but he was like the first Rome street producer and with farmer beats yeah um yeah. farmer was just like um somebody who like once i found out about this underground shit you know what i'm saying because i didn't really know about none of this underground rap shit i right. used to know about the beats you know what i'm saying like that's how i found mad that's how i found mf doom like i used to just find these beats and be like yo what do these niggas sound like who rap over this shit? you know what i'm right. saying like some of this shit, i can say like i didn't like you know what i'm okay. saying but then once i heard like i somehow i heard mf doom and i'm like oh this nigga is crazy like oh my god like he just became my favorite rapper overnight you know what i'm saying so like this was like 2009 so um that was like the only underground shit I knew about. I don't know how I fucking found out about like this particular underground pocket. Yeah. It might have been like um matter of fact, like it was a time where still where I wasn't known. Still, you know what right. I'm saying? I was just a nigga. Niggas knew me on the street for rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. like all them like open mics and all that shit around Brooklyn and Queens and all, all over New York. Like I used to wreck them shits. You know what I'm okay. saying, but I wasn't like I was trying to find a way to get my shit on blogs and the internet. So I always used right. to be on blogs. So I always used to see like I'm saying like this Griselda shit. I'm like, yo, what is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like wow. I didn't know what the fuck it was. This was like right. you was in your own bubble. Yeah, I was in my own bubble because everybody around me was making fucking trap music. You get what right. I'm saying? So I was like, I felt like you I was the only nigga rapping like this. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So while I'm looking on the blogs, I'm like, I see, like, they getting all the headlines. I'm like, I've never heard of these niggas. So then, like, you know what I'm saying? One day, I must have just been 
looking for beats on some Alchemist shit on Alchemist SoundCloud, and then I heard this shit. I'm saying, but the first song I didn't really like the shit. So I'm like, ah, whatever. So I just kept scouring for shit, scouring for shit, and then I'm like, all right. Somehow I just kept listening. I just heard another song. I'm like, oh, this shit is crack. Like, you know what I'm saying, and then like in the midst of it, like it was just a playlist of all the underground shit. So I'm just hearing it. You know what I'm saying, I'm still unfamiliar. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just hearing a lot of the shit, a lot of the shit. I'm like, oh, this shit is hard. Like, who the fuck is making some of these beats? You know what I'm saying? So I just started researching, you know what I'm saying, who makes the beats of all this shit. Because I'm like, oh, niggas are rapping again. Like, I thought I was the only nigga rapping like this. So I'm like, okay. So, like, through listening to it, I just find a bunch of artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On Twitter, I'm like, oh, all these niggas is in, like, a whole stratosphere. I'm like, okay, yeah, like, let me get up in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because yeah. there's other niggas doing it. I'm like, yo, I'm dead nice with it. These niggas, I can do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm yeah. like, okay. So I go on. I'm just like, oh, who are some of these niggas making these beats? You know what I'm saying? Because the beats is fire. So somehow right. I just was on, I was, I just found Farmer on fucking, on um SoundCloud. I'm like, okay, here's, here's one of the, in fact, I'm at Camouflage Monk. That's how that's how this shit kind of sparted off. So I met Cam I met Camouflage Monk. If you look, the first shit that on me song where I got a video is me and Riggs. The first video me and Riggs got, yo, that was Riggs. when I met. That's when I met fucking Camouflage Monk at my um homie studio. Okay, that's how I got into the shit. My homie Shaz, right? Right. He right. brought me to the studio. This nigga DJ Ronan and fucking Camouflage Monk was there. And I'm like, oh, that's son who make the beats for the Griselda niggas. I'm like, okay, so we chopped yeah, it up. Yeah. I'm saying, and then I met Farmer Beats on Twitter. I mean, on on SoundCloud. On I just SoundCloud. hit him up, like, yo, what's good? You know what I'm saying, like, yo, I'm interested in, in in fucking with your shit. Like, your beats is hard. Like, how can we do some shit? I sent him some music. He's like, oh, this shit crazy. Like, you could do here. He just started throwing me mad shit. He's like, yo, you want to do an album together? I'm like, fuck it. You know what I'm saying. And because, like, okay, he was from London, and, like, at that time, right. like, my whole thing, like, before I even fucked with Farmer Beats, there was another nigga named, um, um, damn, bro, what the fuck? His name is Matthew, but he goes by another name, right? Okay. He's right. from Spain, right? My whole idea was, like, you know what? I, I live in New York, you know what I'm saying? If I start fucking with producers that are not from where I'm from, that right. will expand right. my sound. Right. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. So, exactly. like... After I did this shit with the nigga from Spain, I'm like, all right, let me do some shit with this nigga because he's from London. He's not, you know what I mean? I'm right. from New York. He's from London. He got his own fan base. If I do something with him, his fans is going to yeah, hear it. Him in. I mean? And it's going to just build. So I had a whole mindset like that from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I um I did the shit with Farmer. He just started sending me beats. You know what I'm saying? And I just started dumping on the shits. And then... um. We just made the street pharmacy. And it's crazy because at the time, I was fucking, um, I was going through some legal shit too. I thought I was going to go to jail. So I'm like, you know what? Damn, if I get locked up, this is some shit. I'm going to just make this shit like the craziest shit I can and throw that shit out there. And you know what I mean? When I come home, hopefully that'll be some shit. Like, you know what I mean? This rap, you know what I mean? Like, this is what I'm going to leave for, the, for these niggas before I dip off. You know what I'm saying? But... I actually, you know what I mean? I actually didn't end up going to jail. So all that energy that I put into that street pharmacy shit, it kind of came back. It came back. More than I even kind of expected. Like, motherfuckers was jumping out the gym for that shit. I'm like, okay. 
what I'm saying? And that was really like the first album that put me in this, you know what I mean? See, in this thing. Like, okay, then I had the idea of like, you know, I can, you know what I mean? I may not have a, a big ass fan base, because at the time, my, I only had like a thousand followers on Instagram and shit. I'm like, yo, I may not have a big ass fan base where I'm getting a million streams or whatever. I'm making bad money off streams, but you know what I mean? Somehow motherfuckers want to buy my music. You know what I'm saying? Right. Online. Like, I got niggas, they want to they wanna buy my CDs and they want my vinyl and all that shit. So I'm like, right. okay, this is a way where I can make some chicken. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to be out there, you know what I mean? You don't have Risking to be my freedom to do, do wild shit to try to make ends meet and then put myself in a studio. Like, maybe I can, I can, you know what I mean? Put this work in. And that's just what it was. That's what it been. And then motherfuckers just been fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it seems like that. Now, a couple of the people in the comments are asking about VHS. Mm-hmm. So speak on VHS if you, you know, uh, what's your symbiotic relationship with him? Uh, v VHS, that's the homie, man. That's that's the homie from, um, from L.A. and shit. We connected online, too. Word. Well, it, it, it's, wow, it just seems like whoever you connect with, they just throwing it yeah, out. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. It's just really online. One thing about it is like, once I started working online in a certain type of way, yeah, shit started moving. I'm saying like, it, it, it was before I was outside on the street, like just trying to bump into motherfuckers or be, be in the scene. Cause like living in New York, you right. could be in the scene. Like, I was always just chilling around fucking famous people and shit. Like, I could right. tell you stories right. for days about just being outside in parties or being in the city, fucking with famous people, being in lofts and all sorts of different places with, you know what I mean? Like, you'll always right. be in the mix in New York. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah, put yourself out. in a position doing things. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. it was like, yo, you could do that, but it's different. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could work the internet and then... Because it's like, yo, I could always be outside, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Right. I could always be outside. You could work the internet with your music and really turn it into a thing. Because at the end of right. the day, people consume music online. Everybody who listens to music is on the internet with it. They streaming right. the shit. They buying the shit off. You understand what I'm saying? So you could run yeah. around the street and just be a nigga who just rap on the street. But the internet is a store. Like, you know what I mean? You got all these followers. You gotta be selling them something. You can't just be just posing in pictures and shit. You get what I'm saying? You gotta use that shit you got, to you your You gotta advantage. give them something. You gotta you know give saying? them something. Yeah, exactly. Words. So let me ask you this question. You know, what would you suggest to those who are new to your music? You know what I'm saying? Which project would you like for them to, I guess, start with? You know, for me, it was Noise Candy, but then also it was your collaboration with my young god, Uncle, Uncle John. You know what I'm saying? I've been fucking with Uncle John since you know 2017. Like, if anything, he'll tell mm -hmm. you I'm his old. I'm his older guy. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. So that's how I got hip to you. A lot of the uh, the young MCs, such as a Fly Anakin, you know what I'm saying, Crime Apple to to the homie UFO. You know what I'm saying? I learned all of them through the young guy. Up. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, what's up? What project would you suggest to new people who are to your music? What what would you suggest that they start off with? Um, shit. They could fucking start off with Street Pharmacy and work their way. And work their way up. Yeah, they could, they could start with Street Pharmacy because that's like, 
I guess my breakout project, you know what I'm saying? That was something that, that was the first one that really like made a lot of noise and people was just on it, you know what I'm saying? And everything after that just started growing. So, if, you know what I mean? If you want to tap in, you could tap in the fucking street pharmacy, but then you could tap in the fucking, you could tap in the noise candy for like wherever, where I pull up, wherever you jump in at, you going, yeah. You, gonna you just go gonna listen. You gonna go back and explore. You know what I'm saying. Work. And then with me, it was like my whole philosophy with it too was like I like to make albums because like being in New York, everybody's just trying to like do do the same thing someone else do. So right. it was a point where it's like, oh, you want to get lit with your music? All you need is one song. All you need is one song. So it's like. All these motherfuckers is just going out, like, really trying to just make this one song, just push this one fucking song for a year. And it's like, okay, you got one song. You're already programming niggas who listen to your music to put somebody else on after you done. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, if I just drop tapes for niggas, just drop tapes and make sure every tape got its own flavor. Make sure every tape don't sound like the next one. Make sure this one got a different theme. It's like, motherfuckers can listen to my shit all day. You get what I'm saying? Like, Work. you can really tap in and really, like, enjoy that shit. Like, how I consume music. Like, if I like an artist, I'd be fucking with their shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I put my shit just on a... I mean, I just make projects for niggas. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I don't like to overload people with music. You know what I mean? But I like to drop my shit strategically. But I like to give people a body of work to listen to at all times. That, that, that. That's rare nowadays because you're right. A lot of people are throwing out microwavable music. You know what I'm saying? And it sounds like you're down for the full course meal. I put it like this. I with the mic with music, it's like I only make music when like I feel the energy too. It's more so like a spiritual thing. Like, okay, like put it like this. The way my life works is like I could be like doing something else, bro. I could just be running around doing some shit outside in the streets. But then, like, it would just stop. It's like, when it's time for me to rap, everything would stop. And it's like, you know what? It's time to rap because there's nothing else to do. You get what I'm saying? It's just, like, focus. So it just be like, what's the energy? What's the spirit tell me? Like, yo, go spit some shit. That's the only time I really shit. make music. I don't, for, I don't force it. I don't just be like, oh, yeah, I'm you know what I mean? I never force it. I only rap when, like, the energy is there. When I'm in, like, when I'm in the zen mode. Okay, That's the okay. only time I rap. But right. then I be doing it, like, every day. So for this week, I've been in zen mode. So, like, an album is going to come out of this week. You know what I mean? I've been trying to finish wow. up a particular album. And then every day, I've just been cooking some crazy shit because I just felt like it was time. Like, I took a break. I don't be writing raps like all the time because it's like when you write and make music, you expelling all the shit that's in your mind. After a while, you gonna have to put something uh -huh. back in to give to be able to put some new fresh shit out there. You get what I'm saying? So it was a time I was just absorbing because it's like okay, I just dropped the tape and I got a couple tapes in a stash. I don't really need to just jump and do music right now because I said a lot of things that need. I mean, I said a lot of things and they ain't even been put out in the universe yet. So it's like, I can't really say the next thing until everything that I put down has been said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, now, it's, so it'd be a time where like, okay, let me chill. Now it's a time where I want to, when I want to cook up some shit. Yeah, only rap when the spirit tell me to.
<laughs> so, uh, so with that being said, um, the way music is being consumed nowadays, you know, do you want to stay independent? And if so, why? I don't mind like being independent, just leveling up. Right. But at the end of the day, if the bag is right, because okay. what I understand with this music shit is like, I never put all my eggs in one basket. I don't mind. I, I wouldn't mind signing a deal if the bag was right, because I wouldn't be signing for fucking 15 albums for the rest of my life with them niggas right. on. I'd probably do a deal for like one or two albums. Okay. You know what I'm saying? For me to make two albums, that's nothing. For me to make one album, that's nothing. I do deals like that, you know what I'm saying? Right. But so I'm not opposed to to getting a deal or staying independent because I got a whole independent catalog already that's right. lit. Yeah. So if I sign a deal, I could do a deal and have a you know, I mean some industry albums too, because I'm still eating off my independent shit. I wouldn't give them this whole fucking catalog. It's right. my shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the but, world. Yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, I'll never get a deal, fuck that. I'll never sign no shit that's not in my favor. I feel you. You understand what I'm saying? I feel you. That's it. So that's 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 beautiful to hear because a lot of you know these young kids, you know, they they see the glitter of the gold, but you know, mm -hmm. sometimes don't know that it's fools. You understand what I'm saying? But it's like one thing about it, I'm not like one of these young naive niggas. Like I've been through a lot of life. I have a lot of life experience. Experiences, yeah. Before I even started. Yeah, getting into started, the music on a on a on a monetizing level, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I just be like, oh, I feel like I'm still regular me before this, but then I gotta sit down and realize, yo, I be doing a lot of shit that's like some heavy shit. I probably yeah. don't even really realize it because I'm not rich, but shit, the things that I've done with this music shit already, people from the outside looking in look at me as a rapper. So at the end of the day, I gotta keep that into account with certain things that I do. You know what I'm saying? That's like, smart, intelligent. You know I mean? In other words, you, 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 you're calculated. Yeah, and the thing is just, you know, living life and just being into hip hop, you already see the fucking, there's a lot of fucking cautionary tales from other artists before you. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yo, these niggas did this dumb shit. Did like, right. The internet gives you infinite access to information. So if you already know the fucking pitfalls of the game that you're already in, it's like, nigga, how you just going to do that to yourself? Like, motherfuckers, <laughs> like, you'll hear a story coming out tomorrow. Be like, yo, man, I just signed it. I didn't even know. Like, bro, how you still just blindly signing contracts today? Right. And every right. your favorite rapper got a story about, yo, don't sign this. You know what I mean? Right. Every rapper got a story about, yo, I just signed the deal, man. But I get it. Sometimes it be desperation. That's how these niggas play on you. It's like, yo, they sign an artist. Like, yeah, they go on. They they approach an artist who he make music, he dope or whatever, but he flat fucking broke. He out there living on his fucking face. So wow. he's like, oh, shit, this is the only opportunity I got. It's, you know what I mean? It's either this or go back to being in the mud. Fuck it. I'm going to just sign it. And, you know what I mean? So I get how niggas do that, but I don't get it at the end of the day. So then, then you gotta read. Motherfuckers don't be reading shit. With that being said, you know, what advice would you tell upcoming artists who look up to you as a possible blueprint? Put like this. In business, you don't get what you deserve, you get what you negotiate. So at the end of the day, like negotiate your shit. You know what I mean? And always be someone that's willing to learn. 
You know what I'm right. saying? Because I'm not a nigga that got it all figured out. I had to fucking figure it out myself. Like, nobody taught me this right. shit. Like, right. I'm still learning some shit every day. I'm still coming up, you know what I mean? Trying to come up with a new idea, a new this, you know what I mean? Trying to figure something else out all the time. So never stop learning, you know what I'm saying? Never stop working because you could be nice as fuck. That don't mean mm. motherfuckers gonna do anything for you. You gotta put the work in. Right. Cause a nigga, exactly. you know what I mean? Hard work will beat talent if talent don't work hard. You get what I'm saying? No. So it's not just because you nice, you know what I'm saying? Right. Even mm -hmm. when I thought it was just cause I was nice, I was still like, I knew I still had to do the fucking work because doing the work got me here. It's not cause I was nice. I could have been this nice, but if I wasn't putting in this amount of work, you know what I mean? Willing to just get it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't be what it is, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of work that come with this shit, too. It's not just because you're good at it, you know what I'm saying? Being nice on the mic is it's like half the fucking, it's half of it. It's half the battle. Because you could fuck up your whole, like, it's half the battle, bro. This is a lot, a lot of shit goes into this. You could be nice as fuck. You could put the work in, but you got a fucked up attitude and then nobody want to work with you. The people who got the, the keys to the doors you're trying to work with, uh, uh, close them shits. You understand what I'm saying? You could, be, you could do all that, bro. It's, it's gatekeepers. It's things in this shit that will, that, will, that will fuck you up if you're not right for it. And then it closed all your doors, you know what I'm saying? So it's more than just your rhymes and all that, all that extra shit. You know what I'm saying there's a lot. Just to hear, lot this coming, you know, hear this coming from a young brother as yourself, a young artist as yourself. You know you dropping gems, man. You definitely sound like you know you 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 got your head on straight. You know you're definitely on your square, and you know what you want. And you know out of this out of this game, um, you worked with some notable artists, as we already said. Um, are there any other artists that you are looking forward to working with, or possibly hoping you know to work with? Um, cause you you worked with a lot of people. I worked with a lot of people, bro. Yeah, I mean, even like niggas who I haven't worked with, I kind of have like relationships with them. So yeah, it's like yeah. it just be coming. Like I told, I don't be forcing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just like yo, I work with whoever want to work with me in a sense. You know what I mean? But um, I'd like to do some shit with like Styles P. He's like okay. one of my favorites. Nas, all the big dogs, man. Big I only want to only want to rap with niggas that can really, really rap good. You get what I'm saying, like for real, because that that shit is like it's challenging. You get what I'm saying, like it's like when I rap with somebody who, like if I had a song with Nas, it's like okay, I I potentially gotta write the best rap I ever wrote. It doesn't right. even matter if I wrote the best if I thought I wrote the best shit I ever wrote yesterday. Today I gotta do it. Whereas if it's a song where just like yo, Rome, do a feature. I'm you know what I mean? It's not like yo, I gotta write the best shit ever. Even though I'm still gonna dump and go off, it's a different headspace. You get what I'm saying? It's a right. different headspace. Yeah. So really like I like to rap with niggas that really kill shit. It's funny, I was having this conversation with Ransom the other day. Oh you know what I mean? okay. and I was telling him like, yo, I only really wanna rap with niggas that kill, bro. So at the end of the day, like, well, I mean, it, that, that's what it, it seems like it's going. It's been going back to for the past couple of years. It's, it's, 
the game is actually turning back to that, back to bars, back to lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, we're just adding to it. Like, yo, people, they got nothing but time to listen now. There's no parties going on. There's no fucking club every night. You know what I'm right. saying? Niggas is just listening to music. I mean, it's a different, can't listen to fucking bubblegum shit all day. You don't get nothing from it. You get, get fucking, yeah, you right. keep going to get right. 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 <laughs> you got you, you to feed the mind. Still stop and still. Yeah, bro. True indeed. True indeed, man. Well, you know, Rome, uh, I'm, I want to give a shout out to my brother, Rim. You know what I'm saying? Of the yeah. You know what I'm saying? Duck down family because he's the one who threw me this alley-oop. You know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I thank you for coming on, you know, the live today, God, you know what I'm saying? It, it just shows you, one, your professionalism, you know, to see you on time, to, you know, see your, uh, you know, excitement to actually, you know, be on the podcast with, you know, the reposting and everything. It's, it, it's just refreshing, man. And, um, you know, I wanted to, you know, thank you for being on the uh, the show with me tonight. No problem, bro. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. So, uh, you know, with all that being said, you want to tell the people, you know, how they can, uh, you know, get in contact with you, how they can support you, you know, what you got coming next. You know, the floor is yours. Yo, just follow me at Rome Streets. Rome Streets with a Z at the end, not an S. Streets with a Z at the end on everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got the DJ Muggs album coming next. Uh, Definitely right. Magician. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's we looking, crazy. We looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. If you want, you know, we can do a part two. Just let me know, man. We, we can circle back around. Yeah, you know man. What I love you, man. I love you, man. Good deal. All right. That's what's up. Thank you for joining me tonight, man. Much success to you, uh, young God, man. I I really like how you moving, man. Thank you, bro. I appreciate that, man. Peace yeah, to the God. young God, man. Peace, man. Thank you for having me, brother. All right. Sure enough. Have a good night. All right. Peace. All right, y'all, that's episode two. Yo, thank you to everybody, you know, tapping in. Griselda Experience, I see you. Yeah, follow the young guy, man, Rome Streets, man. Um, He's out here doing his thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, I thank y'all for joining me on this Sunday. Shout out to my brother, Young Thorn. All verb, no convo. All verb, no convo. Supporting the city, you know what I'm saying? One of DC's finest, you know what I'm saying? If you want, check out their IG page, all verb, no convo. I'm saying it's a good brother out there. Got some some beautiful cloth out there, and I, I thank you for blessing me with this. Um, shout out to my executive producer, Mika Sunga. Shout out to my brother Myron of Mad Urgency, Adam Seven X, Mecca Godzilla. You know the team. And um, I will see you uh, February 14th. Y'all have a good night. Be safe. Stay masked up. Practice your social distancing, and remember to always check on your loved ones. One time. Gonna do it. Gonna do it. Chop it up. Yeah.